This week on Two Nerds a Podcast. I have a bone to pick with you, but this is this is atrocious. I can't I can't stand for this. Okay, not only did you rate H2 higher than Halloween 5, right? You also rated H2 higher than Rob Zombie's Halloween. I like H2 better than the than the Halloween. Oh, no! No! No, absolutely not. They both suck, but Jesus fucking Christ, no. How the fuck do you have the Godfather two stars? Okay, okay, no, no. no. <laughs> so his account has been hacked again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of... Tuner, the podcast. Your home for everything How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, a podcast. We are two nerds. This is a podcast. And I am... And I'm... Dynamite Jared. Dynamite Jared. My guy. That's right. Absolutely. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, it's it's a been sophisticated podcast. The very sophisticated... The most sophisticated podcast on the interwebs. Um, very long day for me today, my guy. Had to be at work bright and early in the morning, and, you know, it's very late at night now, so it's just been a long day. Um, how's your day? Uh, my day has been decent, actually. Um, you know, I got up, did my fucking, my, uh, logic, uh, course online, uh, got one of my homework assignments done, you know, got my gun missions done and went to work. And actually got out on time for the first time in like two weeks. So, I can't complain. It's not a great day, but it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, I've had a pretty busy week. Um, I'm starting to gear up for the October episodes. Starting to get things in order for what I want to do for the House of Horror this year. Um, Some interesting stuff. Apparently, Miles has been doing some prepping. He came up with the idea for an episode we're going to be doing. So, that should be interesting. And... You know, we're going to have to start coming up with what we're going to do pretty soon. He's been, he's been prepping. Allegedly. What, what me and you? Yeah. We're going to have to come up with something? Yeah. I'm going to be in school. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even put up videos on my own fucking YouTube channel. Pretty soon it's going to be Two Nerds, a podcast starring Buddy Candela and Midnight Miles <laughs> with, with Dynamite Jared out, out. Honestly, I was thinking one day, would our podcast be better if we had Midnight Miles on and it was three nerds a podcast? I don't know if it would or not. There'd be a lot more arguing, I know that. I feel like because of arguing and because of some of the stuff that Miles just says and some of his opinions that we'll get into later on in the show, (laughs) I think that it would be a much more entertaining podcast. Yeah. But I don't know if we I don't know if we have the if we could uh get the infrastructure together. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would work doing the three way sort of thing. I feel like it'd be a lot of you guys arguing and then me just sitting there quietly. So I don't know 
the dynamic well, would work. As it stands right now, the podcast is just me ranting and you just sitting there quietly. So. This is true, yeah. You could. I feel like sometimes Miles will say things that even you would like have to throw something at him, like <laughs> Miles. Yeah. I don't know, man. But yeah, so we're uh, we're gearing up for some stuff and got to see you over the weekend. So that was always exciting. Miles did not make an appearance, but you know. Yeah. How can we expect him to show up for a podcast when he can't even show up to hang with the boys? I know, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely disgusting. I was disgusted with with Midnight Miles over the weekend. He's an absolute scumbag, and um, can't wait to to hang out with you guys again. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania weekend. You guys said you're. Uh, yeah, you're, it's you're WrestleMania. Can't... WrestleMania weekend. It's set in stone. We'll be there all weekend. It's going to be a fucking wrestlemania world tour yeah we have to figure out because are we i'm assuming since you're gonna be one stop the the stop is is cleveland yeah just one stop my house i don't know i'm miles said he's coming over both nights but i'm assuming he is not staying here he's not (laughs) gonna stay the night (laughs) but yeah we might even be able to get away with not staying the night either because mazer laser lives only like 30 minutes from you right yeah it's like 45 minutes so like but i don't know i kind of want to stay the night i kind of want to fucking do the slumber party thing like watch wrestlemania uh get our old ladies just fucking off their face fucking hammered um and then fucking maybe watch like a shitty movie after and then go to bed wake up and fucking do it uh, all over again green eggs and ham for breakfast in the morning green eggs and ham yeah (laughs) Did you bring what? that? Did you bring that up because Doctor Seuss is canceled allegedly? Doctor Seuss is canceled. Can you believe it? This is the most shocking news of the week. My dad is very, very upset that the Doctor Seuss Foundation has removed six books that no one has fucking read. No Have one has <laughs> read these things. I've never heard of them in my entire fucking life, and for good reason. I think. That even before this happened, for for years and years, I think the parents that did know about these books kind of realized they're like, oh, some cringy stuff. Good. I probably don't want my kids to read this. Probably even back in the seventies, they were probably like, oof. I don't know about this one, Chief. Yeah. But yeah, I've never I've never heard of any of these. Yeah, but the radical right wing. They're saying that Dr. Seuss is canceled, may as well cancel everything, and of course, not doing any research whatsoever, didn't realize it was Dr. Seuss's estate itself that is like, hey, we're, we've grown as people, this isn't okay, and we're going to stop printing these shitty-ass fucking books. It's not- now I kind of want the books, though. Like, <laughs> this, and have you seen that with these books... Um, like this happened and then Dr. Seuss books, I'm assuming that those ones that got pulled, like the sales on Amazon went like up out the fucking roof. I haven't Dr. checked, Seuss, but I'm sure Dr. Seuss stonks went soaring. It's a shame that I didn't invest in Dr. Seuss, um, stonks before this, before this, uh, uh, what, what, what would you call this? A fucking, this, uh, situation. Yeah. I don't know. But this fiasco, this this uh tab I don't know. Whatever. 
Whatever it is, yeah. I'm not as quick-witted as Jim Cornette. Is that uh, is that really the most um, shocking news of this week? Or I mean, I saw you getting a little upset over a, a certain rabbit on the internet. Well, cancel culture strikes again, buddy. They've effectively canceled Lola Bunny's fucking tits in Space Jam 2. Her tits are canceled. They're gone. She's flat-chested. The, the only furry that I've ever been attracted to in my entire life, and now she's flat-chested and not even half as sexy as she once was. What the fuck is this, buddy? How am I supposed to masturbate to Space Jam 2 at this rate? I mean, that Granny Looney Tune's still there. It's not a furry, though. The pause, the pause screen on modern Blu-rays is is better than it's ever been before. Okay, I don't know about you, okay, but back in my day, before for before pornography was pornography, I can't talk was widely available, right? You would have to find, like, the certain moments in the movies and pause the VHS tape, okay? Right. To do your business, okay? Well, this didn't really work that good because you'd pause the screen and then there's always that bounce. And it always looks kind of blurry and, like, the fucking the image quality is just never good on a paused VHS tape. Right. Some, sometimes there's the white lines. It just looks yeah. like shit 100% of the time. But now... On Blu-ray, you can just pause it, boom. It's just like a screenshot right there. So back in the day when I was pausing on, on Lola and, to do my business, and I was just wishing for something like Blu-ray, well, now it's all wasted because the Space Jam 2 Blu-ray is not even going to take advantage of these high-tech, high-res pause screens. Yeah. Does, uh, how is like Bugs Bunny going to like he's not going to be there's even going to be scenes where they're in 3D like CG have you seen this I think the whole thing's in CG right I mean they're not animated they're computer animated they're not drawing Um. so I watched a video about this earlier and I think there's going to be scenes of them in CG and also scenes of them Drawn. I wasn't aware of the drawing, but go ahead. I'm going to assume that when LeBron first meets up with the Toon Squad, that they're going to be traditionally animated. But then when they're brought into the real world, it's... Whenever they're brought to whatever realm they're playing their basketball game in, it's going to make them three-dimensional. Maybe. That's just my theory. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's a solid theory. I wasn't aware that there was going to be the hand-drawn at all, so. That's, I mean, that's just what they said in a video. Apparently the director said that there's going to be drawn and and CGI. Well, now we're getting the most realistic Lola Bunny that we've ever seen in our entire life in CGI, and she has no curves. Buddy, what's going on? Have they been drawing Lola like this? From what I've seen, because I saw the the outpour on the internet, they're using the designs that they've been using in the new iterations of the Looney Tunes shows that they've been doing for the past however many years. And in those, that's the design of Lola. So it's the same design that's 
they've been using for a long time. It's just people our age are not watching the current Looney Tunes, so like we wouldn't I have been aware. I haven't watched Looney Tunes since Space Jam. That was the last time that I watched Looney Tunes. Why would anyone watch Looney Tunes, any Looney Tunes created after Space Jam? I don't know. I mean, they still air it on Cartoon Network, like kids and stuff. I mean, they don't know any better. They just watch whatever's on the TV. So, but yeah, they're still that's still the same design that they've been using. But I remember Tiny Toons. You remember that? Tiny Toons was before Space Jam. Yeah, I think I watched Tiny Toons before I even knew what Looney Tunes were, because that was Tiny on. Toons sucked. <laughs> you thought it sucked? <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's it's up there with what's new Scooby Doo as like. You were you just hate those early '90s cartoons, man. What's new? Scooby Doo was late '90s, okay, and like just because it was early '90s for you because you were born in like the fucking late '90s. <laughs> the late nine '92. Uh, That's so 92. late. You were born in the late '90s. '92 is very deep into the uh, into the decade there. Um, no, what's what's new? Scooby Doo sucked, man. And no, I don't hate early '90s cartoons. I um, Animaniacs was good. Yeah, that was around the same time as Tiny Toons. Um, I liked Rugrats and Hey Arnold and um, Doug. Like the early '90s Nickelodeon shows were pretty good. Yeah, but you didn't like the Cartoon Network ones, the Tiny Toons and. The Scooby, the what new Scooby Doo? But you were a Nickelodeon kid. I'm pretty sure what's new Scooby Doo and Tiny Toons were both on WB before they were on Cartoon Network. I would imagine, yeah. I mean, whatever Warner Brothers was putting them out on. I don't even know when Cartoon Network became a thing. Like, I think that was a mid '90s thing. '92, I want to say it started. I watched a video about it. Uh, I watched, like, a whole documentary about, like, the fucking history of Cartoon Network one time. Yeah, because Nickelodeon was definitely first, because it started with just, I like, those I didn't even games. realize it was, like, a Turner Broadcasting property. Ted Turner was, like, doing WCW and creating Cartoon Network at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it started October 1st, 1992. So, you paid attention in your documentary there. Fantastic. Yeah. It was a good documentary. I'd watch it again. Yeah. I think it was more of a documentary about Toonami than it was Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was just giving the origins of how the channel It just, like, started and, like, um... Or no, no, you know what it was? It was a history of anime on Cartoon Network. Yeah, because it started before Toonami. Right, yeah. There was, like, a weird... That I don't even remember. I never saw it. Was that just a doc... Was that just the documentary on YouTube? Because I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And like there was a weird fucking block one time in like 1995, I want to say, before they did Toonami. It was like the origins of Toonami, and it was just called Japanimation. And I, th- it was like a late night thing. And I think that they showed like Akira and shit on fucking Cartoon Network. Yeah, and it pulled numbers, and they were like, "Fuck, we gotta cash in on this." Dude, so, they showed Akira on Cartoon Network. That's fucking insane. Yeah, in like '95. In, like, 99, I was watching Gundam Wing Uncut, and when they said, damn, I was like, <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, man. Lola Bunny was never really a big thing for my uh, sexual awakening. Apparently, you 
you're different. I had another bunny in my life, and her name was Jessica Rabbit. Um, so, in my childhood. That's one you need to try to get on Laserdisc. Because allegedly, because, like, the Laserdisc, the, like, the pause features on them, it's a lot, like, cleaner and crisper, and apparently there's that shot in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where you see the hoo-ha of Jessica Rabbit. That's the big thing on the Laserdisc, so they're pretty rare to find, actually. Um... What, did they cut it out of the Blu-ray? Yeah, the shot's definitely not in the Blu-ray. But, well, it's probably not even a real thing. Like, there's so many, like, conflicting reports about it, but... You just think it's a myth at this point? I'm gonna say that it's on the Laserdisc, but it's, like, the fucking Malaysian Laserdisc. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you have to get the fucking Malaysian Laserdisc, and you have to, and, like... And sniping the fucking paws is also still the hardest thing on the planet. You have to be like a cod to get it. That's that's my theory about the Who Framed Roger Rabbit laser disc. Yeah. Oh, that's something you gotta look into. I'm so pissed about... Uh, I texted you about this, but I discovered after, after our Stallone month was already over that this whole time that I had over the top on laser disc... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. I got it when I was in Japan. And after I watched it, after we did the episode and everything, there was just one day when I was just sitting there on, and I was like, you know what, man? I think that I got over the top on Laserdisc when I was in Japan. And then I was like, uh, I don't know. And then this just went on for like a few days where it was just like every day I thought about it for a little bit. And then finally one day I was like, I'm home. I'm going to go in there and look. And sure enough, it was fucking in there. It's insane box art. Looks incredible. Oh, I, I love it. I'm just annoyed. I wish I could have watched it and had the cool fucking Japanese subtitles down there. Wonder if they would have altered the soundtrack for the Japanese release at all. Had some, like, city pop instead of, like, fucking uh, Bruce Springsteen cover bands. Right, yeah. And fucking Sammy Hagar and all that good stuff. Your boy. I see the the Nostalgia Critic is a big fan of our show, because shortly after we did our Arnold month, I saw yesterday he uploaded on YouTube, he's doing a Terminator month, so clearly a big fan of the show, taking some inspiration from us for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of ripping us off, he's going to be hearing from our attorneys here, uh, I don't want it to get it too dirty, so we might be able to settle this one out of court, but... yeah. He's had bigger controversies, so... What did he do? He's, like, he's like borderline canceled, dude. Did he diddle some kids? No, he was just... Just his company, I guess they're just, like, a bunch of scumbags, and they were, like, underpaying everyone. Basically, the entire... Because he had, like, Channel Awesome or whatever. That's still the channel, but, like, he had all those other reviewers, like, under him, and literally all of them left. And, like, posted, like, this giant, like, letter about, like, how much the company sucks and all that. I see. So. Well, it could be worse. I watched a documentary the other day about, like, one of the original, like, anime YouTubers. Like, one of the biggest, like, anime YouTubers when, like, YouTube was still just first starting. And, um, yeah, he fucking murdered his entire family. That's that's never good. <laughs> and like this is a thing that's just kind of known in the anime YouTube community, aside from me and you. Um, the, this dude, uh, what was his, I can't even remember his name, Mister Anime. 
and he fucking killed He's his parents murderer. and his brother. And then he was going to go shoot up a high school. He wanted to be the... He wanted to have the record for um, most kills in, like, a high school shooting of all time. Sounds like a hell of a guy. He wanted to beat out Columbine, I guess, has the record? How many people died in Columbine? I think it was, like, 18 or something. Jesus Christ. Mr. Anime. Never even, heard, never, never even heard of him. <laughs> for, oh, good, for good reason, I, I, I guess. haven't either. Because when you, when YouTube was in its infancy, I watched like music videos on it, and like that was it. Yeah, I wasn't even aware that like YouTube had like personalities and stuff until like junior senior year of high school. Because um, I think senior year of high school was when Ricky told me about AVGN. And that was, like, the first thing that I had ever seen, like, of that style. So, like, 09, for, 010. For some reason, right, I, you know, I, I found out about him, and I knew about the Nostalgia Critic, and I knew about those guys. But for some reason, it still didn't, like, connect the dots for me that they were, like, YouTube personalities. You know what I mean? I just, like, I was like, oh, these are you know, companies, you know what I mean? I mean, they are right. Like they're brands now, but like, it just didn't like compete with me. And I mean, maybe cause I never really watched the nostalgia critic. I knew he existed, but I watched like one video and I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> um, and as far as, uh, AVGN, he had like Cinemasker and he was working with, um, that one company, Oh, screw it! Um, screw attack! At screw the time. attack! Yeah, and they had their like whole website and everything. So I was like, okay, this is like a guy that does. He's like someone that would do videos for like IGN or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. So that's how I took that whole thing. But then you realize it was a guy in his basement. I didn't even realize, dude, that it was that people were doing this until I started dating Michan. Yeah. And she introduced me to, like, PewDiePie and the Game Grumps. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, like, way late in the game. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, already, like, this has already been happening for a long time. Like, super long time. And, like, she was like, oh, yeah, these guys. And I'm like, oh, people actually watch this? And she's like, oh, yeah, they have, like, fucking 8 million subscribers. And, like, they fucking watch the shit out of this. PewDiePie's got, like, fucking, you know, like... 50 million subscribers. Come again? What? People watch... Like... People watch people play video games instead of just playing video games? Or people just watch these, like, shitty skits and stuff? Like, you would see them on Facebook, but I just thought that they were, like, dudes on Facebook that, uh, you know, were just trying to upload a funny video onto Facebook to be funny. You know what I mean? Like, right. Not part of an ongoing and series. It popular. With and then when you get onto YouTube and then I see like, Oh God, that was Logan Paul that I saw on those fucking videos all those times. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like that was my, I fucking didn't discover YouTube until 2016. Well, cause I think it was like, it might've been like Oh seven or Oh eight. And someone from high school sent me the fucking Shane Dawson Shanene video. Like, one of the earliest fucking YouTube videos ever. And I watched it, forgot about it, and then, like, ten years, 
I saw fucking Shane Dawson, and I was like, is that that guy from the fucking video that drew on the fucking third eyebrow? And I was like, oh, yeah, he's been fucking making videos for the past, like, 12 years on this platform. I was like, fuck. And I mean, I, I remember Leave Britney Alone and, and, like, that guy. Yeah, like, uh, viral video. Yeah, but I didn't, we didn't realize at the time it was, like, a thing. We just thought it was, like, a viral video here and there. Right, by the time that these dudes were, like, fucking millionaires and had a career because of all this shit, I had no idea that, like, this was people's careers. I thought people just uploaded fucking funny videos in their spare time to make memes, basically. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm too late to the YouTube game. Yep, far too late for us to throw our hats in. If we would have started doing this shit and, like, 2010 we would have been golden but yeah i mean i think i think so i think especially you if you would have started doing shit like early on i think you probably have a decent channel by now yeah but you know still on the cusp of a thousand subscribers and i mean and even i guess maybe even me because i mean like mr anime and like a lot of the anime youtubers and shit they're they're not they're pretty ugly and like some of those early ones were very like not charismatic in any way yeah like mr anime when you watched his videos i was like uh these are bad <laughs> like it was literally like one of them was like him like reviewing evangelion and it was just him sitting at a table with like the evangelion box set and he's like all right yep today slaps the box you know you can fit so many in this and like he's like yep today we're talking about evangelion yeah pretty good show oh yeah what you know i was like oh right yeah there's no like fuck this is terrible i could have done this you know if i if i would have just known and been like oh so this is a thing we can do i just gotta upload videos to youtube and talk about the shit that i like yeah if only we would have known. Well, yeah, we wouldn't be doing the dumb shit that we're doing now. Yeah. We we could be living in Japan already. Pretty much, yeah. Or you could live wherever the fuck you want. I don't know where you want to live. <laughs> I could be living in Japan already, or I'd have a house over there or something. Yeah, vacation home in Japan. Dudes that play video games online? Come on, man. What the fuck? I still don't get it. Honestly. Like, I understand the appeal, but, f- like, for me, I would rather just play a game than watch people play games. I don't understand the appeal. I mean, I, like, and I try to get it, or sh- I try to do it so often. Like, I try to watch it. Like, because Facebook targets me with them. You know what I mean? Like, every time I scroll through Facebook, it's a damn, uh... You know, like their one of their ads will be like someone streaming Call of Duty or something, or well, Fortnite or, well, or, or something. And, and so I'll I'll click on it and watch it, and I'm just like, dude, this sucks. It just depends, cause I guess like it's just like it's most of the time it's just a guy. I don't mean to interrupt you, but most of the time it's just a guy in the little corner, and he's just being completely quiet and he's playing the game. And then, like, you'll hear the little ding, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, thanks, John's Dad 69 for the uh, $2 donation. Thanks, man. 
Yeah, maybe with the ones that, like, you're seeing, but, like, if you take, like, Game Grumps, for example, or, like, Mike Matei Live or fucking PewDiePie or whatever, when you're right, at... I understand that they're different. When you're at that level, you're watching it for the people. You're not watching it for the game. You're watching it for the personalities of the people you like. Um, and I guess, like, right. the, the smaller streamers are trying to get to that point, but, like, I don't know, it's just not for me. The, well, the thing is, is that, like, I hate, I, I watch PewDiePie, or I did for a long time. I hate watching him play games. I watch all of his videos where he reviews memes, reviews, like, anything, talks about anything. But, like, when it's, like, a Minecraft video, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not, I'm not on it, Chief. Um, same with the Game Grumps. They had a couple of uh, series for a while that I was like, oh, yeah, this is all right, and I would watch them. But, like, them playing games, I was never into it. They always had... I can't even remember what else they had. I know they did some... Well, it wasn't on Game Grumps. It was on, like, Eagle Raptor's actual channel where he would, like, do his little skits or whatever with, like, Pokemon and Star Wars and stuff like that where you do, like, the lightsaber battles and all that. But... Huh. Are the Game Grumps still going? I would imagine. It's not the original lineup. Like, I think it's still Eagle Raptor, but I'm pretty sure he's had, like, two or three different hosts because, like... JonTron left after, like, the first, like, year and a half, and then whoever it was when you saw them live, and then I think there's even another guy after that now. That I saw them live. Oh, they got rid of the one dude? Hold I, on. I don't, I really don't follow them, so I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that it, it's, I know the lineup has changed a few times. Let's see here. Game Grumps. Oh, no, it's the same guys. Is it? That's when I was watching, yeah. I can't remember their fucking names. Um, Aaron and Dan. Aaron and Dan, yeah. Giles, Speech. Let's see here. I wonder if they're... um... Is that Game Grubs? Yeah. Oh, they don't... I forgot they don't, like, do face cam. No. Usually. So it looks like I was mistaken. Instead of replacing people, they've just added more people onto the the show, like, as a spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Oh, well. Buddy. Jared. You think the game grumps when they play... Uh, video games do you think at the end they give it like a score like say like a star rating like maybe like out of five i don't know do they i mean you you've seen them and you've watched them a lot more than i have i watched them play like the first half of sonic 06 and then i stopped watching and that was like the first game they ever played or one of the first um to be honest with you i don't think that they do that but we do on letterboxd and on today's episode as we've teased to the fan of our podcast we are going to be roasting each other's letterboxed scores here today on the podcast. Buddy, you told me that you've been you've been training. You've you've, you've... <laughs> been training. 
You've been doing. You've been. Uh, I did a little prep. Meaning, you had a, tra- you had a training arc leading up to this. Uh, had a hell of a montage. Spring scene was blasting through the speakers, of course. Looking at your scores, getting getting heated up on some of these these films that you, quite frankly, have been a little harsh on, and some of I, which you've been quite generous to. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm never generous on Letterboxd. I see, I see one right now on yours that you, I think, I think you're being ridiculously harsh. Due to personal bias, and and it, it's kind of upsetting to me. It's either personal bias, or I think that you're just trying to look cool. So so how are we gonna do this? Like, are we gonna go like back and forth? Are we gonna pick a film? Are we gonna start with the lowest ratings or the highest? Like, how do you want to approach this? I, I've this started at your at your uh, lowest ratings here, and I don't know if we're gonna go back and forth. I think that just whoever finds something, finds something. Buddy, Godzilla 97, man. Half it's, a star? It's fucking bad. No, it's not. That is. I, a- I will. When I rated this film, I was probably being a bit harsh. But you were you, you, because it's not really Godzilla. And I understand that. It's not Godzilla. But, I, I mean, let me let me click this fucking film here. What's my score? Two stars. I'm gonna bump that up to two and a half. I was being, I was being a little stiff on it, and and you, listen, it's it's entertain, it's an entertaining movie. Even AVGN said so. It's, you know, I'm glad, said, I'm glad you were entertained. I'm glad he was entertained. I was not entertained. Maybe because okay, to give a little background, you said okay, listen, I've not even seen this film. Okay, I've not even seen this film. I'll let you finish your sentence here in a second. But I'm looking in right now, okay? And I know for a fact that Godzilla 97 is better than this. The Netflix Death Note live action film. You rated it one star. That's half a star better than Godzilla 97. The Ryuk of the Ryuk effects were good. The Godzilla effects were trash. You gotta consider the time period here, though. And Willem Dafoe is significantly better than Matthew Broderick. Just in general? Oh, yeah, just in general. Yeah, Broderick... I mean, I like Ferris Bueller. I don't like much else that he's done. In Trainwreck, he's... As himself, he's, he's pretty funny. Oh, Trainwreck will come up later, my friend. I love that movie. I Listen, you're gonna come at me for that. I love that movie. Like when I saw that, I was like, "This is, this is the best thing I've seen all year." Four stars. Four, four stars, stars. Four stars four for Trainwreck. Train yeah, that's fine. I thought I gave it higher. I'm, I'm, I'm actually more happy with that score than I thought I was going to be. And here's the thing, like, I'm not even that mad you gave it four stars, but it's just looking at some of your other ratings, the stuff that you haven't rated four stars. I'm just like, how is Trainwreck that high? Like I'm not even mad about it. I'm just confused. Well, what do you? What's the? What's the confusion here? Give me an example. Okay, so I'll just go to some of the ones on your list. Okay, here's one. You have Pineapple Express one star. Train that movie wreck- sucks. 
That movie's the most overrated piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. There's one funny scene in the whole movie, and for that funny scene, I gave it one star. What's the funny scene? It's the part where the fucking guy comes in and tells him, tells Seth Rogen he's gonna fuck him in the street. And <laughs> Seth Rogen says, no, don't fuck me anywhere. And then I'll even tack on the part where they're just screaming running through the woods until he runs into a tree. And that's it. That's where the funniness ends. And then the rest of the fucking movie sucks ass. And I don't care if it's because I don't smoke weed. I was gonna say, it's your straight edgeness coming out. I, no, no, because I love Days to Confused, okay? I fucking love uh, Can't Hardly Wait, where they just get fucking drunk and smoke weed. The whole, I love movies where people smoke weed. Pineapple Express is a fucking shit stain on the bottom of those movies' shoe. I love Pineapple Express, my guy. I haven't, I haven't, sucks. I haven't seen it in a few years. And you but... don't smoke weed, right? Not on the podcast, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, buddy, you've never smoked weed in front of me. Because you know I'd go straight edge revenge on your ass. <laughs> I don't know. So I got to start with some of your half stars. One of which I was just perplexed by. Is this movie really that bad? Because I have not seen it. So when I saw that you rated this half a star, I was like, huh? Is Cujo really that bad? I hate Cujo. That movie <laughs> sucked, dude. <laughs> listen. Okay. The movie literally is just being trapped in a car with a fucking massive, rabid fucking... Uh, uh, St. Bernard outside of the car like trying to get in like the whole movie they're just sitting in a car being scared of a dog and like in theory that sounds like maybe it could be like I'd say in theory you could make a uh, interesting you could definitely make an interesting horror film about someone being trapped in a car and there's like a serial killer or something out there trying to get into the car for the whole movie. And it's just building suspense and suspense and suspense throughout the entire movie. Maybe he, maybe he breaks like one window, you know, and it just keeps on getting closer and closer until like the climax of the film. I think built right and done right, this could be done and it could be good. And Cujo did not build and do it right. It's just boring and it just is not good. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't wasn't upset about your opinion. I was just yeah, very. Never seen it. I was very perplexed because I was like, "Huh, it must really be bad then." If it's, I might have went a little harsh on it because I was like, "Oh, this movie is gonna be good because it's fucking Stephen King and people talk about this movie." Like people talk about Cujo, you know what I mean? Like, right. when yeah. you talk to parents and stuff, they'll be like, "Oh my god, I saw Cujo in theaters." Oh my god, I couldn't pet my dog for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, brother, I went home and I fucking kissed my dog on the lips after I watched Cujo. Yeah. The shit sucked. Right, Austin? You remember? When I came home from watching Cujo? No? Okay. The only other two that I wrote down of your half stars... That I was like, I think you're being a bit harsh, and one of which you're gonna you're gonna be pissed at me for this for even bringing it up because I think this is better than a half star film, and it sounds ridiculous to even come out of my fucking mouth. Paul Blart Mall Cop is not that bad. 
It's not trash. Movie's trash. It's not half a star bad. Maybe maybe it's one star, but I fucking don't like Kevin James. Um maybe it's one star only because Mike Vallely plays a fucking villain in it. I feel like they actually tried to give that movie some heart to it. So like I can't be too harsh well, on it. People liked it because it has a fucking sequel. Yeah. And that came out, and I was like, I right, ain't no way I'm watching this. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, no, nah, I, I don't have much to say about my Paul Blart Mall Cop rating um, other than it stands. My rating stands. What about for Paranormal Activity 4? I think that's a bit harsh. That movie's trash. But is it worse than Paranormal Activity 5, which you ranked significantly higher? The one with the CG ghosts? Is it better so, than that? Well, okay, significantly. What's significant? Uh, where did you have it? Like, one was half a star and one had, like, two stars? That is correct, two stars. But that's quite the jump. Okay, well, I don't remember much about either of those dog shit movies, but I'm going to say that if Paranormal... If I consciously rated Paranormal... Because I probably watched them in pretty reasonable distance from each other because they were being released yearly, right? So, like, I would watch one that year, and I'd say that the memory of the last one or how much I enjoyed it or how much I didn't enjoy it was pretty fresh in my head. So I think that I probably had, like, a pretty good comparison in my head at the time when I rated the movies. I don't know, because Paranormal Activity 4 I came out a few years before the fifth one because the Mark one was, was in between and I still feel like there may have been like a two or three year gap between that and the CG one. But I'm What not... did I give Paranormal Activity Marked ones? Uh, I don't even know if I wrote that down. Um, I'm going to assume a I two did. or a two and a half. I didn't, but yeah, it's definitely more than a half star because I would have marked that. All I remember about Paranormal Activity Marked Ones is that I didn't really like it, but then the scene at the end where they shotgun blast the wedge oh, yeah. fucking frame <laughs> yeah. is like one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. Oh, why don't you come at me with something? Well, buddy... I... See, you just can't roast me because my ratings are usually pretty spot oh, well, I'm on. Still, I'm still in your in your low ratings. Um, I think that you were a little harsh on Crystal Force. You saw Crystal Force with me! I, I did. Did you rate it? I don't know if you rated Crystal Force. I feel like I had to have rated Crystal Force. There's no way I didn't rate Crystal Force. I rate all films. Um, if I can spell the fucking word Crystal right, I'll I'll tell you if I what my rating for Crystal Force is. I didn't rate Crystal. You did Force. not rate Crystal Force, but it's not right. good. I'm giving it two. I'm giving it a solid two because the demon sex scene in it is hilarious. Like that's just well, all right. Second, let's let's call it what it, it's a rape scene. But <laughs> and now I'm going to be on record of the podcast saying that the rape scene is hilarious. But listen, it's you got to see it's a it's a fucking like a a man in a goddamn rubber suit. It, it's entertaining. There's entertaining parts of Crystal Force. 
I don't know, man. I have Crystal Force too. We need to. We need to watch. Oh God, it. I am dying to watch that one. <laughs> I'll bring it over WrestleMania weekend. We'll we'll put it on after WrestleMania night one. I've got three half star films all in a row on my letterbox, and all three of them I watched with you: Crystal Force, Fright House, and Monster High. Those are not in a row on mine, but it goes from Fright House, Monster High, and then there's, um, I don't even know what this is, Uh, What a Girl Wants, and then Crystal Force. Yeah. What a Girl Wants, buddy. Half a star? Is that bad? Apparently, from what I remember, it was not very good. (laughs) All right, so as far as your half stars go... My biggest complaint, really, is, I mean, you really covered your ass here. You, you got Cat in the Hat, that racist pile of shit. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Seuss. Yeah, the fucking scumbag. And Mike Myers is a scumbag for fucking participating in that. They're all racist. Cancel all of them. Um, let's see here. So, okay. Dark Knight Rises. Not my favorite in the trilogy, by any means. I'm not even sure what I rated it. Let's let's take a look here. Okay, I, I agree with my rating. You gave it one star. I was very disappointed in that film. I only saw it the once. Emotions were definitely in play. Because I'm pretty sure I rated that from my theater seat after I watched it. And I was very upset. I mean, I was disappointed with the film, too. I was very fucking disappointed with the movie. Uh, That that trilogy did go out with a fucking whimper, okay? I gave it two and a half because I didn't hate it, but I was very disappointed. Because you compare that two and a half to The Dark Knight, which I gave easy five stars. Like, that was one of the easiest five stars I ever gave. Oh, of course, yeah. I, I, like, walked out of the theater, and I was like, that was a fucking perfect superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. I saw it three times in theaters. I was obsessed with The Dark Knight when it came out. I was on the hype train. Yeah. For sure. So, Dark Knight Rises, I made sure to go out of my way to be there on opening night, and I, and I was ready for it, and the thing is, is, I don't think that the movie sucks. I just think that it's such a steep decline that it was just that disappointing. So I'll take your word for it. Emotions were running high. You you were you were uh, dialing Christopher Nolan on your phone. Like, what the fuck happened, brother? <laughs> yeah, it was an opening day thing for me as well. I was there at the first fucking showing that day, and I was very upset. And I walked out in the middle of the fucking day. It was at like 1 o'clock because it was like an 11 a.m. show and I was just very upset. <laughs> so I'm not going to roast you for this because I kind of agree, but it's it's surprising to me that you've rated this lower than me, even by just half a star. Midsummer. It's not good. It's very... Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's good. And, um... Again, yeah. with my, my ratings are very emotionally driven. And I feel that, like, a film like that, where I'm okay with the artsy stuff, I mean, I like shit like Eraserhead and, like, your typical trippy art house bullshit or whatever, but when you're 
talking down to your audience the way I feel he was talking down to the audience in that film. I'm just, like, not okay with that. So I was like, all right, fuck Arias. Only David Lynch can talk down to me, brother. <laughs> hey, David Lynch has stuff to say. Ari Aster doesn't have much to say, in my opinion. I just, like, I fucking... Uh, God, I hated that. I, like... I know that the movie is not supposed to be an enjoyable viewing experience. I understand that. But, like, I'm just watching the movie. I was fucking bored to fucking death. Like, it's boring. It's pretentious. And all the characters... Suck! All of them suck. Everybody go. Everybody that likes this movie, they go on about, Oh my god, the boyfriend, he's so fucking terrible. He's so awful. Listen, brother, okay? Yes, he's a terrible boyfriend. He's a bad boyfriend. I wouldn't want to date this fucking guy, okay? But let's face the facts here. His girlfriend kind of sucks, too. Everyone in that Everybody in this fucking movie sucks ass. And you have the fucking... None of the characters are likable. Not a single fucking one of them are likable. Like, you have the one guy, like the comic relief or whatever, who goes and pisses on the sacred tree. And it's just like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, in what sensible world would any human being act this fucking stupid? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the scene where they're fucking doing the shrooms and everything, man. I was just like, this just fucking blows. Like, I don't like this. Buddy. I'm not, I, I don't think I've actually seen this. Um. Okay. All right. Yeah, this isn't the famous one, so I'm not even going to talk about it. You gave Phantom of the Opera one and a half stars. Oh yeah, that's the yeah, that's not the Lon Chaney one. That's a different one. Right. Um. Okay. So I'm looking. I, I'm looking here. I I kind of have a bone to pick with you. I don't think that this is going to be a roast. However, I I just I'm kind of. I just want to voice my my concern, my disagreement with your score for Halloween Five. As a man with a, a with a huge Halloween bias, what did I give Halloween Five? Like, where are we at in the star ratings? Because I'm looking at your. You don't pick. have very many low-rated movies at all. I'll say that. I have a lot of threes, but yeah, I don't have very many highs. I have like a, probably ten billion two and a halfs. Like there's like if they could nickname my letterbox, it the, the nickname would just be two and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gave Halloween five two stars. It is. I've gone on record saying this is my least favorite in the franchise out of all of them. Um. Again, I find it very boring. The kills are very uninspired. There's no suspense in the film. And Halloween is a series, at least early on that really stri like the suspense is a big part of it and when you have your main characters in this constantly wearing Michael Myers masks faking everyone out when Michael Myers actually shows up you don't care his mask in this film is also abysmal it is the worst halloween mask even worse than the H2O one in my opinion except for the CGI shot that's the worst frame in halloween history but the mask sucks Loomis's character arc in this sucks. Everything about this film kind of sucks, but it's still better than a lot of '80s slasher movies. So it's still two stars. But it's so I still like it, but it, for me, it's the worst in the franchise. 
worse than eight Rob Zombie's H two? I guess so because you've rated it higher. I'm yes. assuming. Yes. <laughs> worse There's than H two. There's no way. There's no way it's worse than H two. And if you're gonna complain about Loomis's character arc in Halloween five, Loomis's character arc in H two is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a different. Like, it's a different Loomis fucking slap in the face to the character it's a different loomis i don't really That's... care i don't really care about that as much because it's not donald pleasance it's a different you interpretation. just fucking love goddamn what's his face malcolm mcdowell yeah Malcolm. i mean McDowell. he's okay like i'm not like super high on him or anything you're gonna sit here and talk about suspense okay and you're like oh my god the suspense the suspense buddy you gave blair witch project one and a half that film sucks. That's nothing but suspense. Like it's nothing but boredom. I was more bored in that than I was in Midsummer, probably. Okay, but listen, you gave it the same score as Willow Creek. Blair Witch Project is way better than Willow Creek. It's more culturally significant, but I mean, they don't go eat a Bigfoot burger in Blair Witch. <sighs> You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I got a cu- I got a couple more of your low rated ones before we start moving on. Okay, I have a bone. I but I've just I've just switched pages here. I have a bone to pick with you, but this is this is atrocious. I can't I can't stand for this. Okay, not only did you rate H two higher than Halloween five, right? You also rated H two higher than Rob Zombie's Halloween. I like H two better than the than the Halloween. You are fucking. Oh no! 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 Absolutely not! They both suck, but Jesus fucking Christ, no! Hollow the Rob Zombie Halloween is is oh. My here's the reason why I like H two better. First you gave Rob Zombie Halloween the same score that you gave Halloween five. Okay. You didn't care to differentiate them at all. Well, I mean, it's not like I watched them sequentially. I just rated them as I watched them. So it just so happened to be the same. I don't know. I, Halloween 5 might need another chance for me. I haven't seen it in very many years, but I remember it not being that great. Um, but the reason I like H2 slightly more than Rob Zombie's Halloween is because it at least tries to be its own thing. Rob Zombie's Halloween, the first one, is just a shitty remake of Halloween. Like, at least in the second one, it can be different, and it's over-the-top, and it's funny, as opposed to the first one where it's just boring and sucks. At least that one's funny, and it sucks. Everything that they did that was different was the worst shit about the fucking movie. All the hallucinations and shit like that, and fucking Michael Myers' face just being exposed for, like, 90% of the movie. Like, this is the... Don't you think the mask is a little overdone at this point? I think maybe they no, needed a break. The mask is important. Every fucking Halloween movie is about not about masks, but masks play a significant fucking role in the movie. Even in Halloween three, it's a that one's about masks. What's sure. our what, so hold on? So what was our argument for Halloween twenty eighteen when they go to the asylum and they're showing Michael Myers the mask? We both argued. That the mask shouldn't fucking matter to him because he's a psychopath and the mask isn't a thing. So in Halloween 2, he shouldn't necessarily need it. He, But he does have it. It's not that he's fucking... 
not wearing it or anything. It's just that Rob Zombie, as a director, decided to just fucking, like, <laughs> blow off half the fucking mask and have his face just fucking hanging out. And then at the end, he takes it off. And he just looks like fucking goddamn... He looks fucking... like Rob Zombie. He, he Rob looks Zombie... like Billy Jim. He was... Like... Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> he looks so stupid. I like, the, and the hallucinations and and all that shit. That was all just so fucking stupid. If H two, I'll give you this. If H two, if the entire movie was just like the fucking hospital scene at the beginning of it, then I would have been like, yeah, this fucking rules. You don't like the scene where Michael Myers goes to the strip club. And stomps the guy's face. Yeah, it's a fine, it's a fine kill. Whatever. And he's, he, doesn't he slam the stripper into the glass like a billion times? The kills in Halloween Two and H Two are good. The kills are good. Everything else around them sucks dick. Like the the entire rest of the movie is just fucking hot garbage. I understand maybe okay trying to do something different. Guess what, Rob Zombie? If you want to do something different then make your own fucking movie and do something different like you do with all your other fucking shitty movies. Like the goddamn uh, Lords of Salem. God, that fucking movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I skipped that one. <laughs> but Fuck, that movie sucked. And, and fucking, I'm, I'm sure with my low ratings, maybe you're going to say something about House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. No, I'm not. I'm really not the biggest fan of Rob Zombie's films. So it's I don't so... I don't necessarily care about any of those. It's just like movies that make you feel dirty but with like no like deeper meaning to it. So you just come out feeling like you need to take a shower, but that's it. I don't even you know, know I mean? if I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses all the way through, but I've seen Devil's Rejects a few times and I mean it's fine, but I'm not one of those people that think it's like one of the best things ever, but yeah. the only things I wrote down for you for your one stars and your one and a half that were perplexing to me. We already talked about Pineapple Express. So I'll just bring up Insidious. I think you were a little harsh on. I know you don't like it, but one star I think was a little harsh. It's so fucking, um, dude, it's, it's like the most unoriginal fucking horror movie I've ever seen in my life. That might be an exaggeration. That might be some hyperbole, but like, I feel uh, like uh, I feel like you've seen so much worse shit than Insidious. Like for that to be one star. I Alright. Listen, okay. I think that like there there was some emotions in that because of the hype factor of Insidious. Like, I I'm pretty sure Al Del Pryor like came in and said, like, dude, this is like the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right? And so many people were, like, just saying, like, dude, it's so fucking scary. It's so fucking good, blah, blah, blah. And then I go in and fucking see fucking Darth Maul and and Freddy Krueger do a fucking fusion dance. And, like, in just, like, the same fucking bullshit, like, goddamn, like, spirit medium shit and, and all this stuff and, like... And you're just not the biggest fan of ghost movies. Like, I understand that you don't like it. I, I just like thought it was ghost a little movies, man, but they have to be good. Right? Like fucking goddamn um I probably don't have it rated, you know, but I mean like something like fucking Poltergeist. 
You know what I mean? I feel like eighties ghost movies fucking did it better than than now. Like we're in like an eighties ghost movie or a seventies ghost movie even. Like uh House. Have you ever seen House? Yes, House? I have. Yes. No, not the Japanese one. I've seen American House. Okay, I'm not talking about that dog shit. I'm talking about fucking no, the, but Japanese, I... the Japanese movie House. And I know that I'm partial to to Japanese films and, and Japanese culture and anything Japanese. I'm like, ooh. Right? <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I watched House Forever Ago, and that movie is just insane. The ghost movie just it's a ghost movie where it's just like anything and everything can happen. It does. Yeah. Like, and that's the kind of ghost movie that I like. Not the kind where it's like I I, I can't even think of like the stereotypical things to point at in this. You you just know when you watch like a modern ghost movie trailer and it's like it's always the same fucking thing. Right. I'll say this is that an insidious, at least it wasn't fucking long-fingered fucking ghost lady that's in every fucking ghost movie now. There actually was, there actually was a long-fingered ghost lady in Insidious. In, in the first one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all I remember is fucking Darth Maul with the fucking razor fingers. Yeah, with Tiny Tim playing in the background. That's one time I got yelled at in a theater because when that happened and he's sharpening his claws with tiptoe through the tulips by Tiny Tim playing in the background, I audibly laughed in the theater and I got shushed. <laughs> and you bro- yeah, you broke someone's immersion as they were fucking pissing themselves. Someone's pi- some someone scene. was in a pure state of terror and I was <laughs> mocking them to their face. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, honestly, though, I think that Insidious 2 is fucking, like, better than the first one, for sure. Yeah, I think I like the second one better. The third one's not that great, and the fourth one sucks, but I like... Because I went to see Insidious 2 in theaters, like, the day that I watched Insidious 1. Oh, really? And, yeah, that's why I watched Insidious 1, because I was getting ready to go see Insidious 2 in yeah, the Yeah, so, so the hype train was big at that point. I had seen it when it had first came out in theaters, so I missed the hype about it, because, I mean, it had just come out. You had a couple years of people talking about it, saying it was good, so... My, um... Like... I just remember being more entertained by Insidious 2. I loved the ghost lady that came out and just screamed at people and then slapped them. That's the same one in, as in the first one. The, the does same she lady. slap people in the first one? I don't think so. I think she's just kind of hanging out in the first one. And then in the second one, she just starts showing up and screaming at people and smacking them in the face. And then at the end, when the fucking dude gets possessed and it becomes like a slasher film with like the chase scene and stuff, you know I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. So, you know, Insidious 2 better, even though even that still didn't blow me away. I probably gave it two or two and a half. Yeah. So you have a film here rated one and a half star that I don't know if I can let this slide. A Christmas classic. Not only a Christmas classic, but one of the best comedies of all time. How the fuck is Home Alone one and a half stars on your letterbox? Okay. <laughs> He's upset. <laughs> where's, 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 well, I, all right. No. Uh, okay. 
He's like, I need to change my my account. My my, my my account has been hacked. He says, I've been hacked. <laughs> All right, let me see something here. Okay. Wait okay. till you get to your two stars, brother. I got like a shit ton. Well, listen here. I'm I'm updating my two stars because the first thing I did, I didn't even go to Home Alone. Okay. I'll 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 tell you this right now. Why the Home Alone score is what it is is that Home Alone is one of the films that I rated when I first got Letterboxd based on just, like, going through and rating the fucking movies that I've seen, right? So it's not an accurate representation of the film, and I'm rating it compared to, like, some of my fucking favorite movies of all time, right? Which Home Alone's not up there, not up there for me, really, but I know that it's good, and I do enjoy it. So, what I did first here is I didn't go to Home Alone 1. I went straight to Home Alone 2 to see what I gave that, which was two stars. I've swiftly bumped that up to a quick three (laughs) so that I could give Home Alone, the first Home Alone, the appropriate score for me of two and a half. So, you still like Home Alone 2 better? uh, Yes, I've I've always liked Home Alone 2 better than Home Alone 1. Hmm, Interesting. Interesting. Continue. Your two stars are a fucking mess. I'd see one of your two stars that I'm not too happy with either, my friend. Well, you a couple actually. Wh- why don't Why don't you start this off? Because I oh, I see three. You, your two stars fucking suck, man. I, was... I mean, all right. Let's start with, first off, one that I've already given you shit about. Over the top. Brother, <laughs> that's, that's two and a half at least. I think I gave it three. Because it's, it's just so, uh, it's so entertaining. But regardless, Last Dragon, two stars? Last Dragon? I can't even, yeah, like, I can't even recall what that is. That's the the one with the it's like the black. Uh, That's the one we watched together. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't into. I think I was halfway falling asleep with that one. So the oh, invite the, so the you can't blame the your your exhaustion on on the movie. What did I give it? Oh yeah, a solid three from me, and you give it a two. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. And to me. This is this is my rating system. To me, a two is like that's the line. Like I don't like it. When it's two, that's like the like I'm just on the cusp of liking it, but I just can't. I just can't tell you that I like it. I don't like it. Um. So oh, I've already yelled at you about the guest. Um. I think you severely underrated this movie, and you're fucking um. Your your excuse for it was like, oh my god, it's generic, or whatever, which is not always a bad thing. But it sucks. Like, if it was oh. generic and was good, it would be different. Alright, well, here's here's where I have a problem with you, and where Mazer Laser would have a problem with you, because I'm pretty sure she's on record saying that this is her favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I gave it two stars. And you gave it two stars. Like a dick. Heathers. It's so overrated. I've tried to watch it several times, and I mean, it's fine, but I 
I don't fine, get fine. Fine, you gave it two stars. I don't get it. I don't get what the big deal is with Heather's. Good. I've tried. The big deal. Is. I've tried. I've watched it three times. Let's, I think. Let's go here. Let's let's go down here. And quite frankly, every time I've seen it, I've liked it less. Ah, uh, you're you're wrong. I I've given Heather's four strong four stars. That's a strong four for me. Morgan Thompson with the fucking the five stars. She just smacked it down. Five stars for Heather's. Here's the, like here's the thing. I know it's a controversial opinion. Like I'm not like I just don't get it. It's just not for me. Like I don't know. I can never get into it. It's it's good. It's got fucking murder and the 80s and the fucking Christian Slater. Like It does have the Christian Slater. <laughs> the Christian Slater, yeah. Buddy. Okay. I've got, <laughs> got a big fucking bone to pick with you. And if you don't go on your letterbox and correct this score immediately, immediately, we're going to have problems. I might not be able to come over... If, for WrestleMania weekend because this is fucking atrocious. This is horrible. I hope you didn't rate these back to back. You gave Blair Witch Project 2 Book of Shadows two stars. They were rated a couple days apart. <laughs> that's again that's they, they, too close. the environment that's too close. Buddy. No. No. There's no world. There's no world on no fucking brain on this planet that could possibly conceive Book of Shadows as being better than the original Blair Witch Project. I don't care if you think it's boring. Book of Shadows is like the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever laid eyes on. See, okay, so a little bit of context on those. So that was back in, I think this was like 2012, 2013 when this was going on. We were doing... Fix it! We were Fix it! We were, I, I, I know, we it's were. It's 2021 now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch Blair, the original Blair Witch, to accurately bump that up, or maybe keep it. But the environment had a lot bump to, it, to bump it up. But you can keep it the same. I understand that the Blair Witch Project is a very polarizing movie. It's something that you either love or you hate, or, or I guess you like. I, I, I like it. I don't love it, but I mean, I like it. But regardless, okay. It, you know, there's nobody out there that's like, uh, you know, it's okay, you know, whatever. It's always like, if you don't like it, it's like, fuck that movie sucked. So here's here's my story about why it is slightly higher, and I didn't even remember that I ranked it slightly higher. When we were we were watching all these movies as a group, and it was just a better film to watch with a bunch of friends. We were having a good time with it. I mean, we were laughing. Like, it was so bad that it was good. And I mean, I know that's a stupid saying or whatever, but it was kind of true because we all watched the original Blair Witch together and we were all just sitting there silently watching it. When we were watching Book of Shadows, we were laughing our asses off and we were having a great time. So, that's all the justification that I need. So, and we watched it with the same group, and I think it was like the next day or a couple days later. And it was... you can't watch Blair Witch Project, the first Blair Witch Project, with more than like one other person. I, like, that... That's not the type of movie to watch with 
a big group of people. I know, and like I said, like the environment had a lot to do with it, and that's when I raided both of them. I haven't seen either of them since, so it's just that's what the rating is. I mean, I'm gonna have to rewatch the original Blair Witch at least. So, that's that's atrocious. I like. You've got some atrocious two stars, and you've got several that I consider immediate five stars, if not close, and they're in your twos. <laughs> like, immediate five stars, if not at least four and a half. And you just have, like... You're gonna complain about Heathers being a two-star on mine. My favorite film of all fucking time. How the fuck do you have The Godfather two stars? Okay, okay, no, no. No. So his account has been hacked again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, my account has not been hacked, but I'll I'll explain because I'm about to go bump that up to a five. Um, it is an immediate five. The movie is just fucking absolutely insane. How fucking good it is. Um, and I just rewatched it recently, and when I was rewatching it recently, I was just like, fuck. And that's one where the hype is real. Like, you hear, hear everyone say, oh, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. And then you watch and you're like, all right, impress me. And everyone who watches it is just like, fuck. Actually, you know what, though? You know what, though? I'm going to... I'm I'm not going to give it five. I'm going to give it four and a half. That's fine. I'm going to give it four and a half because I'm giving Godfather 2 a chance to be better. Because a lot of people say it's better. I know that Godfather 1's your preferred. I think it kind of goes by based on personality. Based on the people that say Godfather 2 is better and the people that say Godfather 1 is better, I think I'm going to fall into the Godfather 2 camp. So I'm giving Godfather 1 4.5 so that Godfather 2 has the opportunity to get 5 stars when I do watch it. Now, for my defense for Godfather 1, the first time that I watched Godfather 1 and the time that that rating is based on was when I was like 16 years old at like 3 in the morning directly after watching Pink Floyd The Wall. I know. You've told the story before, you and your brother watching it, yeah. I'm just in and out of sleep. I'm 16. I've never watched a mob movie in my life. I know nothing about organized crime, so I know... I have no idea what they're talking about and like the subtle hints and everything that are dropped throughout the movie. I'm not catching on to any of them. I'm sleeping through half of the movie. And the only things that I remember about the entire film being even exciting at all are the severed horse head and the fucking, the perfect tits of the chick that Al Pacino bangs when he's back in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) As 16 year old, People tend to think, yeah. Which, which, by the way, I didn't even know that he was back in Italy the first time that I was watching it, because I'm in and out of sleep. I'm just waking up, and I'm like, oh, damn, who's this girl? He's fucking, Jesus Christ, you can't even see her nipples. They're like anime tits. <laughs> like, they just perfectly blend into her skin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, as I said last time, yeah, definitely not ideal to watch as the second part of a double feature, especially at three in the morning. Oh, I think it was actually a triple feature, honestly. Like, I think that we started the night off by watching a um, a remake of War of the Worlds. The Tom not, Cruise one? Not the Tom Cruise one. The problem is we went and saw the Tom Cruise one in theaters that day. And we were like... 
And then you were like, oh, there's these direct-to-video ones that were released on the same day. <laughs> right, but we thought that when we got that, that it was just like a re-release of like the... The old one. Like the old one. And so we wanted to watch that because we enjoyed the Tom Cruise one. I enjoyed it. I just cannot believe... They were, I think it was three War of the Worlds movies that were rushed out in the same weekend. Right. Do you remember which one it was that you saw? Was it the one... No, I don't remember. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> so we watched that, and then we watched, like, Pink Floyd The Wall, and that, like, fucking blew my mind. I was like, fuck, this movie's great. And then we went into The Godfather, and I'm, like, mentally exhausted from Pink Floyd The Wall, and I'm physically exhausted because it's, like, 3 in the morning. I still, to this day, don't think that anyone should start The Godfather at 3 in the morning. No, you gotta That's start like, it at, like, 6 p.m. <laughs> you gotta start it at, like, 3 in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Have like a nice spaghetti and meatball dinner out, set out in front of you, and and, and the Godfather, queued up on the fucking uh, laser disc player so that you can pause it, right on the uh, perfect uh, nipples. Yeah, your other two stars. There's a lot of them that should be ranked higher, but the only other one that's in here that is like a definite, at least four or four and a half that you have a two, is John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I can't believe I didn't go through and, like, edit my scores after re-watching these movies recently. I just kind of, like, I've rewatched both of those movies within the past couple of years. The Godfather was really recently, but uh, The Thing, I rewatched last year. Or the year before. It might have been late 2019. But regardless, I rewatched it, and I was like, this movie fucking rules. But the first time that I watched it, I was just not impressed for some reason. I think I watched it at Ricky's house, and I don't think either of us were particularly thrilled with it for, for whatever reason. But Ricky gave it three stars and a heart. So, I don't know. Whatever. I'm bumping it up to four stars. Well, Ricky may have adjusted his score... Because when the new thing was going to come out, like the one that came out in like 2011 or whatever, we had rewatched the 50s one and the 80s one, like the two days leading up to the theatrical release of the new one. So that could have been an adjusted rating for him, but. It's, it's possible. But yeah, um, yeah, that's a, that's a four star movie. I'm not going to go four and a half or five. I think Carpenter. I don't think it's his best work, but I think it's one of his best work. Yeah. Um, we could be here all day with your two stars, so I'll just run through a few of these that I don't understand. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also two. Suspiria is two. A Clockwork Orange. And then the ones that are a little bit less controversial, um, but are films that I like, are uh, Trick or Treat, Oculus, and New Nightmare. Okay, um, I give New Nightmare 2? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're very perplexed by that, but yes, you gave it two stars. My fa- my favorite out of the Nightmare franchise, you gave two stars. Well, you're a fucking idiot. Between that, that and Dream Warriors, those are the two best, and then the original. The original literally shits on everything in that franchise. Like, everything in that franchise is like fucking might as well not even be a fucking movie after the original but 
Dream Warriors and New Nightmare are the only ones that can even hold a fucking candle to the original. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bump. So this is just basically the the name of this episode is Jared adjusts his letterbox score. Yes. <laughs> um, Wes Craven, fucking hell. Uh, new nightmare. Here we go, and then. I'm going to do I'm going to do three three because what, what do you have it scored as is which one new nightmare uh, honestly I don't even know if I have it rated on Letterboxd because I don't know if I was using Letterboxd the last time I watched it Um, it's got to be more than two I know that if I have it rated at all well, let's let's take a look here. No, you don't have it rated. Yeah, it's a it's a three and a half for old Miles there, as it should be. I think I feel I think that's a fair score for it. All right, let's let's keep moving on here. Uh, let's see here. Wait a second, buddy. Listen, man. Collateral damage isn't better than over the top. They're at least equal, at the very least. That's that's fair. That's fair. I might have to. I'll bump over the top up half a star if it'll make you happy. <laughs> if it'll make it'll you that make, happy, it'll make me very happy, buddy. Jesus Christ. Um, I appreciate the fact that you've rated Creepshow two higher than Creepshow. I think that's correct. That uh, every everyone says this. But the one where they're on the raft is so good. <laughs> yeah, um, I fucking my favorite one is fucking uh the hitchhiker. Actually, yeah, that's a good one. I feel like the f- the first one, if it would have had less shorts in it, it would have been better. I think it's like a detriment to have five in there. Like I think they could have cut at least one of those out of it because they're not as fleshed out as they could be. Buddy. Dragon Ball GT Heroes Legacy? Only two and a half? Why are you saying it should be more? I've never seen it. It's actually it's <laughs> actually not that bad. It's so you're saying it's probably like the only good thing in GT? It yeah, it's probably the best thing about GT actually. I mean it follows Goku Jr., which is technically Goku's great-grandson. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you can't be like, oh, they ruined Goku's character because he's a scaredy cat or blah, 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 because it's not Goku. And Goku himself makes an appearance at the end. He gives, like, a nice, like, heartfelt speech. And it's charming. Like, it reminds me a lot of... Yeah, he fucking, like, hypes him up and he turns Super Saiyan, right? Yeah. Like, I think... Yeah. It, I think like, I know, like, kind of, like, the plot synopsis of it. I've read it, but I've just never watched I it. Guess, I guess the word to describe it is it's just, it's cute. I mean, like, it reminds me a lot of the original Dragon Ball. Like, it's very, like, whimsical. All right. well, and, buddy, you know. there's... I've got some fucking beef with you down here. All okay? right, go ahead. Because apparently two and a half is, like, the land of fucking Dragon Ball movies for you. <laughs> oh, is it? It is, like... I'm not even I, aware of it, but yeah, go The fucking... You have... Literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and potentially more than nine. Nine Dragon Ball films rated at two and a half stars. 
It's probably the ones that are just not that great. Like, it's probably... No, the... there's... Some of these are, like, some of the fucking best Dragon Ball films that there are. Which ones and are I'll... that? You got to pull it up. I don't. I mean, what did I do? Bojack Unbound. It's all right. It's it's more than two and a half. It's, it's fucking better than, um... What do you got here? Fucking... <sighs> I'm going to tell you it's better than Heroes Legacy. I've never even seen Heroes Legacy. It's definitely better than Super Android 13, which you've rated the same. I mean, it's uh, hard, it's hard because it's not like you can rate... Like, there's only so many ratings, so like a, obviously a bunch are going to get lumped into... No, one. some Dragon Ball films are better than others. Here's the fucking big problem, okay? Because you've rated World's Strongest and Tree of Might, Super Android 13... Bojack Unbound, Broly Second Coming, and then um, the Dragon Ball like retelling movie. Uh, what is it? Fucking goddamn Mystical Adventure. Oh. And um, and Curse of the Blood Rubies. You've rated all those two and a half. Here's the big fucking problem, because even though I don't agree on on like any of these right like uh world's strongest was like one of my favorite fucking that 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 one i could bump up all the rest because i actually do like world's strongest quite a bit now um i'm i i didn't even have it rated so i'm i'm hurrying up and giving it fucking three um i do have tree of might rated for some reason i don't understand why i would rate fucking world rate tree of might but not the world's strongest See, but all of those, like, in my opinion, are the very mid-tier Dragon Ball films, except for Worst Strongest. Dead Zone? Dead Zone is worse than all of these. I might have rated it lower. No, because I didn't see it. Because I know for sure Bio Broly's fucking lower. Yeah, Bio Broly's one star, and I agree with that. Um, It doesn't get quite half a star because it is Dragon Ball, but it's fucking dog shit. Here's the thing. I would I, I, I actually say that all of these movies are better than Wrath of the Dragon. I I think that I actually have Dead Zone. It might be rated slightly higher, but a lot of that has to do with nostalgic value because that's the first Dragon Ball anything that I ever saw was Dead Zone. Okay, well, listen, BoJack Unbound is better than most of these. My big beef with you, because there's one Dragon Ball film that's not even a film that I've yet to mention to you history of trunks buddy that is fucking amazing what are you doing here i was very underwhelmed and i think i think i think it's i I think it's because the hype was unreal for so many years and i finally watched it when it came out on blu-ray with the bardock special and i was just underwhelmed and maybe What's the Bardock special? You like the Bardock special? I think the Bardock special I gave like four. I think that they're like on equal footing. I like both of them. They're both like two of the most like emotional like Dragon Ball fucking... I mean, they're TV specials, but were released kind of as movies in the United States and the West. I don't know. I was very underwhelmed by it. I thought it was going to be a lot darker than it actually was. So when I watched it and it was just like, oh, this is just another Dragon Ball film. Like, it didn't really... I wanted it to be a lot better than it was. Everybody dies! I don't know. 
But it was still felt... And Trunks cries! It's like, it doesn't have a happy ending at all because it's literally like the end of the movie is Trunks getting his shit kicked in. Yeah. He like shows up like he's gonna do something and he gets fucking bodied. I don't know. I was hoping for something more and it, it didn't give me it, so... Well, well that's... If you're wrong, but alright. What do you have to say about my about me so two and a half i know that you've said that this is your rating we're like oh yeah i i like it it's fine but i don't want to watch it again or whatever you have some classic disney films in your two and a half which i'm perplexed by right yeah i never want to watch them again <laughs> the lion king aladdin but the okay lion the, okay lion king needs to come up i every I, single one of these you can't even defend it you're like all right i gotta bump that up <laughs> lion king i i guess i must have been just trying to be hard when i when i fucking rated these but here's the one because even though like lion king and aladdin are in there i'm like fine whatever jared doesn't like them like it's whatever i'm not really i don't care about that i like them they're fine no, I know, but I'm saying I'm not that upset about it. The one I am upset about, two and a half, Toy Story 2. Mm, I go, listen, um, no, Toy Story 2 is good. Especially after seeing the dog shit that was Toy Story 4. Which you rated three stars. That's bullshit. There's no, <laughs> those need to get flipped. Like, those need to get flipped. I'm harsh on Toy Story 2 because... Out of the original trilogy, I think the Toy Story 2 is easily the weakest. See, that like, one was always my favorite, at least when I was uh, younger. Oh, well, you're weird. Uh, I think it's easily the weakest. Like, it's not even close. Um, but, uh, yeah, something's gone funky with my Toy Story ratings <laughs> there. And I give fucking Toy Story 4 better rating than Toy Story 2. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, so you had Toy Story 2... Is two and a half. Toy Story four was three. Toy Story three was four stars, and I I think the original Toy Story was like the highest one. But yeah, it's probably like four and a half. Yeah. Um, buddy, uh, the wind rises. Two and a half. Is it really that bad? Uh, I mean, it. I mean, it's not bad enough to get a two or a one and a half. Like two and a half rating is like kind of the same for me. Like it was good, it was fine, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it again. Like, it was alright. I have it on Blu-ray, and I've been wanting to watch it for a while. But, you know, whatever. We'll... It's fine. Like, it's an alright movie. You also have The Shining 2.5. Not sure what's going on there, but... That's... I think that The Shining... Alright, there's a couple of things about The Shining. I think that it's really overrated, but at the same time, I'm willing to recognize and admit that there are... The reason why I'm not that hype on The Shining is because by the time that I actually ended up seeing The Shining was, um, like, I basically had seen the entire movie through parody. Right. Yeah, I can understand that. So, like, it didn't have the effect on me that it has on most people that saw it, because, like, the first time that most people saw The Shining... Like they were kids, they don't, they didn't know anything going into it. And you're and just so like, oh, I saw, I saw this on the fucking. Fact. You're just like, I... all the fucking famous scenes, all the scariest parts, I've seen parodied and and done in everything. 
Yeah. So I already knew everything. And I was just like, that. there's nothing I can do about it. But that's just the way that it is. I feel bad for you. You didn't get to see it. I feel fresh. bad for myself. Yeah. I don't know. And by the way, um, Suspiria, um, you mentioned earlier, I'm going to have to rewatch because I, I've, I think I've said on here a million times, I've, I watched that wanting something else. Yeah. You got to go into it with the right state of mind and you have to know what you're getting. Like the first time I watched it, I didn't like it either. Like I didn't realize it was about like witches and shit. But then, like the second time I watched it, I was like, "Okay, right, yeah, I need to rewatch it." Oh God, we're recording this at like four in the morning. Um, but yeah, let's see. I'm scrolling through your stuff here, I've made it to the three stars. Well, before I get to the three stars, got a little bone to pick with you. Go ahead. I've probably said that exact phrase like a thousand times here. Basket case two, two and a half. That one I need to rewatch because the environment had a lot to play with that one as well. Because we were, it was the same similar scenario with the Book of Shadows and that kind of stuff. It was a big group of people. Ricky was there. A bunch of my roommates were there. We're all hanging out watching it. And Ricky was the one that suggested we watch it. And it just sucked the fun out of the room for some reason. Because no one, no one got it. Besides me and Ricky. And I don't know. It was just a very weird night. So I was like, I don't know. I need to watch this again. But... I had it. I rated it two and a half at the time. But, That's, but I know that's, that's such a fun movie. I don't understand. They, I, it was very awkward. Like, have you ever like watched a film with like a group of people and you, you just feel fucking, fucking weird? Book of Shadows was hilarious, but you didn't laugh at Basket Case too. Who were your friends? Who were these people? You know him. Why well, you don't know? Him. You don't know. Him. I think Leaf may have been there actually. Oh, well, Leaf. Me and Leaf are gonna have to have some words then. Um. All right. So uh, I saw something. Sleepaway Camp. This is one of my all-time favorites. I gave it two and a half. It's fine. Like again, two and a half is like it was, it was all right. I'm not gonna watch it again. I mean, it has the iconic ending. Like, I mean, everyone fucking knows the ending. But I mean, leading up, the, leading the up ending. to, but leading up to that, I mean, it's just your standard '80s backwoods camp slasher, like you've seen in everything else. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Only three stars. It was okay. <laughs> you're fuck. You're fucking fried. Listen. <laughs> You got the same score as Detective Pikachu? Shut the fuck up, dude. Spider-Man Spider- <laughs> fucking beat the fuck out of goddamn Detective Pikachu. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? What the fuck? It's hard, man, because, I mean, I'm going to say at least 80% of the films I've ever rated on Letterboxd are in the two and a half to three range. I mean, I agree. That's I feel the same way. Um... It's, you know, the vast majority of mine are in that two and a half. Uh, but I don't know, man. 
Spider-Verse was just so good to me. It was good. I mean, it was all right. What do you got? What do you got for me, buddy? Um, I'm just kind of going through. I actually pulled up your letterboxed. You now. gave Batman Mask of the Phantasm three stars. It's good. That's like, that's, that's like one of the best, like, fucking animated movies ever. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, it's good. I don't even know what I gave it. I probably gave it three fucking stars. But, like, I need to, we both need to admit that three stars is too low if I did. Where is that fucking thing? Yeah, I gave it three. I'm bumping this up to four. Four. There we go. All right. So now, okay, like, I'm, I'm kind of just breezing through here now. Because a lot uh, of these, it's like, I don't even know what to say about, like, these three stars. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're all, like, fine. Um, nothing, nothing, like, horribly offensive? No, not, I mean, there's some I definitely would have rated higher. Like, you have Carnival of Souls, only three stars, and there's some other ones. That you may have been a little generous. Like, you said you didn't really like Hellfest that much, but you gave it three stars. And Did like, I say I didn't like it that much? Like, you said it was fine, but, I mean... Yeah, it was fine. There's three plenty, stars. There's plenty of Buddy! things. Buddy! Oh! Oh, what the fuck? Oh, my God! Oh! Ew! You're rating... You're going that crazy about a three-star film? Goodfellas? Goodfellas? <laughs> three stars? It was good. <laughs> it oh was good. God, it should be called Great Fellas. What the fuck, dude? I'll bump that one up. Oh, I can't. God. I can't even defend it. I'll bump that one up. <laughs> you were just like, you were just rating movies that you'd seen, and you're like, Good Fellas. Yeah, it's not as good as The Godfather. Stars. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? All right, so we, so we've got the um. Another series of Dragon Ball films here at the three-star range. We have Wrath of the Dragon, Return of Cooler, and Cooler's Revenge, and then um, Dragon Ball, Sleeping Princess, and Devil's Castle. See, all of that's a little funky to me. Like that, I'm probably going to need to do some adjusting. Like uh, what? Some are going down? Uh, Probably the Cooler films, maybe. or I don't know. Maybe some of the two-and-a-halves would have... I fucking love Return of Cooler. But I fucking love that movie. It's the first it's the first movie appearance of Vegeta and and then like Metal Cooler is like one of the most unique fucking villains that they've ever fought. Because they have like the whole army and then he turns into like the giant fucking metal cooler and just gets like super weird and sci fi, but like I love it. It's like so different but still good. Yeah. Maybe a good video for us to do if we ever rewatch all these fucking ones is to do like a tier list of the Dragon Ball films. That would be good. I'm down to do that. Listen, I'm down to rewatch and watch because I haven't seen. I think I've seen one of the original Dragon Ball films. But the one I did rate that three stars, the Blood Rupees, I think that one is the best out of the Dragon Ball films. Like, not the Z films, but out of the four Dragon Dragon Ball, and you think. That, so that should get switched with Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle. 
Well, no, whatever one I rated the three stars, that one was the best. Because there's one that has, like, a vampire... You rated but... Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle three stars. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Ursula Blood Rubies two and a half. Yeah, that's the Devil's Castle one. That one's the better one. That's the one with the fucking devil vampire guy as the villain. Path to Power is also good. I may have rated that one higher, but that one's not technically a Dragon Ball film, meaning it wasn't in the original run. It was after right, it everything. it was like a Dragon Ball film they made, like, around GT time. Yeah, so... Um, what did I rate dope? I didn't rate it. I watched it. I don't remember much about it, though. I've also seen dope, and I don't think I rated it either. You did. You rated it three stars. That's oh, why did I clicked I? on it. Oh, gotcha. Hmm. Well, I guess it was just okay. Did I watch it, or did I just really want to watch it? Hmm. Man, I'm gonna have to. Is that by a Japanese person? What? Where'd he go? Rick. Okay, no. Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. I don't know. He's Nigerian. When I was writing down my original notes for this which aren't really as accurate as they are right now. But I wrote, I mentioned that you had The Sacrament, the film that we all watched together, um, rated three and a half. And I put in parentheses, I'm confused by this mainly because there was so much good stuff below it, like Halloween 4 and a bunch of the other films that were already mentioned. But a few of those you already bumped up, so it doesn't even matter anymore. But Halloween 4, you have rated below the sacrament. <laughs> mm, I, I kind of want that to at least be, like, even with the sacrament. I rate all the Halloween movies on, like, a Halloween scale, which still, for most of them, ends up over two and a half. Uh, I don't know, it's weird. Ugh. Your Nightmare on Elm Street rating disgusts me. I don't even want to fucking talk to you about it. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're obviously up high, so it's at least a three or a three and a half. It's a three, but that's better than a three. Like, Halloween 4, you gave three and a half. Halloween 4, as good as it is, is not better than Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre at only two stars. Okay, for some reason, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just did not fucking vibe with me. I don't know. I agreed with your rating that Psycho Cop 2 is better than Psycho Cop. Oh, Psycho Cop 2 shits on Psycho Cop. That was was one of the most fun... What is this, turned into fucking pat pat your ratings on the back hour? (laughs) I don't know, that was just one of the most fun movie nights we had was when we watched Psycho Cop 2. Listen, Michan fucking hated that movie. <laughs> she could not stand it. And I was pissed that I had the censored version. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. So, buddy, I just gotta ask you a question, okay? Because you got Your Name, Weathering With You, and Whisper of the Heart. They're all three and a half. That's fine, I haven't seen any of them. Which one do you think is going to make me cry the most? Out of which, what were the three again? Whisper of the Heart, Your Name, 
in Weathering with You? Um, Whisper of the Heart is not a qu- a crier. Um, Miles said that he cried. You've seen the no, it's not a crier. Come on. I swear to God, Miles said that he cried. Your name is a crier. Yeah, I know that. Um, Weathering with you isn't really a crier either. I mean, you might get a little emotional, but it's definitely not. I don't know. It's got some sad parts, but definitely not Whisper of the Heart. I don't think that's really a sad movie. It's more whimsical. I'm going through me and Miles' fucking text messages now. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 say something about Whisper of the Heart. Whisper of the Heart. Have you seen Whisper of the Heart? I saw it on late night TV when I was 15 and I cried for 15 minutes straight. Well, he also sucks. Wow. There, they... Midnight Miles, he said it this time. I haven't. <laughs> All right. It's not um... a crier. I don't, I don't remember it being sad. Okay, so let's see here. Moving on, you know, you got some stuff here. Um, some stuff that I would probably rate a little bit higher, but I, I enjoy the I enjoy the films, and I think three and a half is is uh, is uh, relatable, is good. Um, all right, so now we're at three and a half. Our Dragon Ball three and a half checkup okay. <laughs> for me. Okay. We'll check in with the Dragon Ball films. Go ahead. Uh, Dead Zone. Mm-hmm. Path to Power. Uh-huh. Lord Slug. Whoa! Okay, that's... No, 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 no. That's not good. <laughs> that, that's, so, that was going to be my big beef. Some, and, Broly, and Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan. And, and so, right there, I was like, so wait a minute. History of Trunks is two and a half. But Lord Slug is just as good as Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan? Lord Slug, it has, like, some funny parts to it where Gohan and the fucking dragon Icarus are dancing. It's just a remake of Demon King Piccolo! Yeah, that one, that one I gotta adjust. The other ones, the other ones I can stand by. Maybe Path to Power would go down a little bit, but I really like Broly, and then I really like the... Dead Zone because that's the first thing I ever saw. So it's I just feel like always... I probably have Broly as like four star, four and a half. Oh, I gave it three and a half as what? Well. Listen, no, four stars. I think I still think to this day I think that uh, Broly Legendary Super Saiyan is still my favorite Dragon Ball film. I just love the way he beats the fuck out of everybody at one time. It's so good. Your favorite one, even including the new ones. I think that the new ones are better movies, but I think that Broly is still my favorite one. Okay, I can let that slide, I guess. I like, would... I think that my ratings will still reflect that. I think that um, all the newer ones I've given higher scores. Yeah. Still, buddy, there's some easy, easy, easy five stars here that you have at three and a half. Terminator 1. I need to rewatch that one. I haven't seen that one in almost need 10 years. Need to rewatch years. it? Just go on there and change your rating right now. What the fuck, man? God damn. Uh... And I feel like I watched that one right as I started getting 
letterbox. Like that was very oh, early on. Disgust me. So. Um, let's see here. Pulp Fiction three and a half. It's not Oof. my. It's not my favorite Tarantino. Like it's okay. good. So so in a sea of five star films, it's not your favorite one. Like. <laughs> Oh, let's see here. I don't know. You don't have too many in here that are really that well, controversial. We're getting, in, we're getting into the good shit here, and so like, I'm really now I'm looking for like. So we're in the four star range. I'm looking for shit that you've overrated at this point. Yeah. And um, I. <laughs> I really think that you actually rated fucking legendary Godzilla higher than fucking uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. Did I? I got that one's got to go down because that's another one. Half. Okay, no, they have the same score. But still, I feel like the first Godzilla would probably not be as good now because I rated that one after we saw it in the theaters. Right. And we so just, we fucking we hyped it. We were just screaming <laughs> the entire time. It was it was hype. It was all hype. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dude, uh, Bardock, father of Goku, four and a half. That's a good good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, man. Oh, I mean, it's 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 everybody's favorite. Uh, I mean, I give it. I'll give it a fucking. I gave it three. Uh, that needs to bump up to like a four. Um, he gave Broly a perfect five. Uh, so let's see here. Let's look at your five stars. Um, it, it, it is strange to me to see you give Manhunter five stars, but Silence of the Lambs three and a half. Did I give Manhunter five stars? Okay, no, no, it's just under watch. Oh, it, if if it doesn't have a rating, I think it goes. It goes to at the top. at the top, yeah. Okay. So no rating for American History X, Manhunter, or Zombarella's House of Horrors. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So with that, I'll just ask you, what's up with uh, American History X? I don't know. I guess I just forgot to rate it. But I watched it. I mean, that's a. I mean, it's decent. You remembered to click the like or to click the watched, but didn't give it a rating. Yeah, I guess I did that on what, like three or four films, I guess, where I didn't rate it. I don't know. Yeah, well, It'd probably uh, be probably be like a three and a half. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I mean, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your top scores here, and there's nothing like offensive. I don't. I, there's nothing that I can look at and just be like, "Well, this is too high." You know what I mean? Like your yeah. five stars. I, you know, like uh, I, I wouldn't personally give one to Fight Club, but I understand that's like one of your personal favorites. Um, yeah, you have some high ones that, like, I don't know. I wouldn't rate Forrest Gump four and a half. Like I get that a lot of people really like that one, but that's dude, not I a... love Forrest. I love Forrest Gump. I I, I, I the fucking hype train. 
I I'm just like every time I see that movie on, I stop, I watch it. It's just like one of those for me. I can't believe that you have Psycho two and Psycho on the same level. The only thing that I can say about Psycho two that's bad is that it's not <laughs> Psycho one, dude. Yeah. And I'm not gonna take away a half a star for not being Psycho one. I like. Honestly, I give the I'll take the half star away, but then give it right back to it just for being so fucking good and also being named Psycho 2. Yeah. Like to me like the first time I saw that movie, like when it finished, I was like but that <laughs> that's not Psycho 1. <laughs> no, no, that's uh, that I'm just like but that's that that's not that's not possible. This isn't possible. That the is name this of this... I'm looking at the DVD case. The name of this film is Psycho 2. A film that I know should not even exist. Yet. It's so good. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was absolutely incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck, I like... I love Psycho 2. So I may overrate it. I... I'm guilty of overrating it a little bit, but I fucking love it. I fucking love it. That's a personal bias for me. But I still think that um, anything lower than four stars is a sin. And uh, now I'm looking for your rating of Psycho 2. Or I, I don't have it rated. I, wa- I didn't have Letterboxd when I watched it. Oh. That's, well. one, that's one that's on my list to rewatch for something I might be working on this October. Wink, wink. It's it's so good. It's so good. And like even fucking Dan and Joel like we're like, "Oh, Jared, you're about to get shit on now. We're going to watch Psycho 2." Like you're you're in for it. We're finally going to prove to you how shitty this movie is. And then like I never heard from them again. And <laughs> yeah. then I went and checked their letterbox and they were both like three and a half, four. Yeah. And shit. I texted him. I'm like, damn, that's like a five star rating for you guys. They're like, yeah, I can't believe how fucking good it was. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, I was in absolute disbelief. I couldn't believe it was that fucking good, which is the same exact reaction that I had when I watched it. I was like, did I really just see that? Like, yeah. I need to bring someone else in on the mix on this because this happened fairly recently. Because I'm looking at your high scores, and I also have this film very, very high. One of my favorite comedy films of all time, maybe my favorite comedy film of all time, I rewatched within the past couple weeks. Super bad. Still holds up. The greatest. To, to me, it, to me, it, status. to me, it's an automatic five stars. I get four and a half. Yeah, but no, that's five. Here, here's the kicker. I got upset with my wife. Because she only rated it four stars when we watched it. Yeah, that's a fucking joke. I think that I initially thought way too hard about it when I gave it four and a half. Like, I really overthought it. Because here's the thing with Superbad. I've adjusted it to five stars. It's the correct rating now. I want to look at everyone else's rating for it. Um, five. Four. Fucking... Yeah, we're the only ones that know the truth. Um, <laughs> Superbad gets 
weaker in the second half. And that's why I fucking took it down uh, to four and a half when I first rated it. Weaker second half. The first half of the movie is just absolutely perfect in every single way. There's like nothing that can fucking top the first half of that movie. So fucking good. And then by the second half, it's just not as strong to me, but um, really, it's still fucking five. And like the ending is is uh, very feel good for me. And so that was like the movie that made me fail college the first time. So yeah. I, I got to give a five. And here's the thing: like I always attributed Superbad for being such a good film for me at the time was because it came out at the perfect time. Like, it came out when we were in high school, like, the same age as the fucking people in the film, and, like, it's everything that we could relate to as teenagers. But, even as an adult, it's still one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it holds up 100%. The movie's amazing. Um, God, you know, speaking of teenage movies, um, I must have missed it, because I started going through, um, where's your, uh... Dazed and Confused. Where's... Oh, God, where is my Dazed and Confused? I don't even know if I rated it. it it's not going to be in my five or my four-star tier. It might be a three and a half. Not in your four-star tier? Oh, my God. Godfather 2, 4. Jesus Christ, buddy. Only f- only four? That, that one's got to go up to at least something. At least five? <laughs> no, I don't have Dazed and Confused rated. Um... Yeah, you gave uh, Godfather 2 four stars. I understand that you're trying to defend the Godfather here, but I think that uh, you should have a little self-respect. Yeah. Paranormal 2 and Paranormal 3 with the same exact score. Paranormal 3 is, re- Paranormal 3 is way better. You gave it the same score. What is it, 4 or 3 3.5. 3.5. Paranormal 3 has got to at least go up to 4. That might be a 4.5. Like, that film's great. Uh, well, let me see what I gave it. I probably gave it 3.5 as well. I gave it 4. Easy 4. <laughs> One of the easiest 4s in movie history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. I, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't really have much else to to add. Well, then let's fucking hop on out of here. We were going to roast Miles, too, but... I don't know. It's a little a little unfair he's not on here to defend himself. Maybe we'll get him on here and we'll just both attack him from both ends. Yeah, we'll plan an episode um, at a later date where we're just going to hop on and fucking roast Miles' letterbox score. <laughs> Let me just preview it. I just want to look at... Oh, God. I'm about to throw up just thinking about his scores <laughs> uh, so <laughs> in true to Miles fashion he only has two half star movies great because <laughs> he, he loves everything he just starts flying up you don't even get out of the first row of his movies before it's already at two stars Jesus Christ so, let's see here. I just want to see something that's going to really fucking piss me off. Um, God. And here's the thing. He watches, like, a lot of, like, I think crap. with Miles, okay, 
You need to go to the high ratings to to fucking <laughs> to, to be like, why is this so high? <laughs> to, to start criticizing him. Um, let's see here. We can't race. We can't uh, roast miles. He's got he's got the lodge four and a half stars. There's no way the lodge was that fucking good. <laughs> None of us have seen it. Um, he's just uh. He hasn't. He doesn't have anything rated. He's only rated like fucking masterpieces, because he's too scared to put his high ratings for the fucking terrible shit that he likes. Yeah. Here we go. I've already talked shit to him about it. Terminator Two, four and a half. You fucking idiot. <laughs> one of the easiest five it's like the fucking most give me five star movie I've ever seen in my entire life like you just fucking like watch that movie and you're like when you log into Letterboxd you're like this is a layup this is a fucking give me right here and it's just weird because like I'm looking at his stuff right now and it's just like there's no consistency to these ratings because like he has like, Alien 3 is rated 4 stars, but he also has that as the same as Evil Dead 2, and just, like, all these, like, other... The Fly, just, like, all these other great films he has on the same level as Alien 3. Well, for one thing, um, he's one of those idiots that uh, thinks that Evil Dead 1 is better than Evil Dead 2. Complete blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) Scum! (laughs) one of the fucking worst takes in movie history. Um, I don't even see his rating for Evil Dead 1, though. I don't know. You might not even have it rated. Alright, let's sign off. Alright, so that's it for this episode, you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. This is another long one. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. And this is Buddy Catch the Bruiser. Down the road, Catch your ass down the road. <laughs>